Urban Dictionary defines romantic comedy as the most vile, insipid, sanity-destroying, horrible genre in the history of film. Respectfully, we disagree. I'm Mia. And I'm Samantha. And this is You, you Rom Complete Me! Thank you for Here joining us for episode 22 of our podcast. We're zoning in, zooming, zooming in. Through. Getting ready to hit prepositional phrases. Halfway point of the series. Halfway point of the year for us. And this is how to lose a guy in ten days. You might remember this as We should have done this for episode ten. (sighs) Fools. Fools, all of us fools. You might remember this as the (laughs) two thousand and three romantic comedy starring Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey. It's all right, all right, all right, McConaughey. It's all right, all right, all right. Which he didn't say in this film. He did not. Which was a disappointment. He said a lot of other things, though. So yes. We'll things that. that we don't love. So. Something fun and fresh about this movie. Yes. Is that we watched the movie with our podcast friends, friends of the pod, who have their yeah. own pod. Randy and Michelle. They came down from Boston. Who have their own podcast called Milk's Favorite Podcast, where they rate and review flavors of Oreos, Milk's Favorite Cookie. So. We're going to, if we ever say anything in this episode, like, Randy said this, Michelle said that, it's because they were there. Yeah. Shout out to Milk's Favorite Podcast. And we hope that you'll check out their podcast, because yeah. you know how with our podcast, you can watch romantic comedies and learn about them. Their podcast, you can eat Oreos and learn yeah. about the different palette of flavors that yes. come with each Oreo. And, like, lots of other things about Oreos. Yeah. I love their podcast. I know. And I'm not biased, because I've known Randy since the fifth grade. Anyway. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is about Kate Hudson, who is a journalist who aspires to write political pieces but Mm -hmm. works for a fluffy magazine uh, where she gets tasked with writing an article about how to lose a guy in 10 10 days days based on her friend's relationship. They did the thing. They Mm -hmm. used the title in the movie and they do say it at one point. Yeah. And then on the other hand, we've got Matthew McConaughey's character who works for an advertising firm. Yes. And he would like to be on the advertising campaign for a diamond company. And his colleagues dare, not dare him, bet him that if he can make a woman fall in love with him in 10 days, that he can get the account. And so they sort of delightfully con him into picking her at a bar. So they have opposite trajectories that they want out of this relationship. And comedy ensues! And I should say his co-workers know that she is Uh, trying to lose a guy in 10 days. So they know that this is fated not to work. Uh, And yeah. Real tricksy. Real tricksy. Conning back and forth, left and right, here and there. And now we're going to hash it out. We're going to hash it out. Let's start with our very first question, which is... Is it a rom-com? Yes. Unequivocally. Mm -hmm. Unequivocally a rom-com. Yes. I feel like a quintessential Mm rom-com in the history of rom-coms for, I mean, in the 2000s, which was like a period of a lot of rom-coms coming out and sort of... Rom-com-assance. When you hear the name, you're like, oh yeah, that's a rom-com. You kind of sigh. It's kind of like in the same line of leap year when people are like, oh God, like a rom-com. Yeah. Oh God, a rom-com is is a feel. Yeah. That's how some people feel. Mm -hmm. How about that meet you? Pretty weird. Yeah, so... Should we do a dramatic reenactment oh, of the meat cute? Sure, let's do it. Hungry? Starving. Now? Yes. 
Why? <laughs> One word banter back and forth. He walks up to her in the bar and they have this very brief conversation and they go out for lobster. Yeah. Which is the connecting point from our last <gasps> movie, Splash. Everything is connected. We live in the Matrix. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll have to watch The Matrix to figure this out. Maybe. Uh, anyway, yeah. So it's, you know, they meet in the bar. They're getting set up. They're both like, all right, like, I'm going to win my, you know, article slash bet. Um, mm-hmm. Little do they know that it's going to be a really hard thing. So I was think it a meet cute? I called it a meet, a meet fine. A meet fine. <laughs> you said it wasn't. Um, a meh cute, perhaps, like last episode. A meh cute, yeah. Meh cute. It kind of reminded me, it was just, it was just fine. It was fine. Yeah. I almost, I almost felt like I was going to sneeze there for a moment just because it just, it, it <laughs> That's just how caught much it in was my throat. Fine. Yeah. Um, would any of this fly in real life? No. No. None of it would fly in real it's life. It's pretty crazy. And I believe Randy said that he would dump her after day one. Yeah. Nothing is worth this. Everything she does is, is wouldn't have worked out. She would have lost a guy in one day. But he was so, it was so necessary for him to hold on to her yeah. that he put up with a lot of nonsense. Right. So she's doing a lot of sort of the tropey things that, women think drive men away in a relationship. Yes. So things that her friend did that ruined her relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go to a Knicks game together and she like makes him leave in the final moment to get her a soda and it has to be a diet soda. And she moves into his apartment and puts mm-hmm. all her stuff in and buys a dog and all yep. these very Samantha, cliche she things. puts tampons in his bathroom. I know, he freaked out. Why would she do that? A monster yeah. amongst us. She interrupts boys' night. Boys' and night. Replaces their pizza with cucumber sandwiches. She buys a dog. <laughs> yep. It's a lot. She she names his uh, male part Princess <laughs> Sophia. Yes. And then Kroll the Warrior King. Then Kroll the Warrior King and et cetera. It's, a lot. it's just, it's too much. Mm-hmm. And no one would date a person like that. And I don't think anyone would even go that far for an article. Yeah. So, I mean, meh. I don't think it would fly in real life. No, I don't think so either. But did you think that it aged well? (laughs) I mean. Also no. (laughs) Along that line, uh, no. The one point that we pointed out, the one point that we pointed out, um, was when they were at a restaurant and he kept going into, or he wanted to turn on the Knicks game, and she kept going into the back to watch the Knicks game. That all would have happened with an iPhone. Thank right. you, Steve Jobs. Yeah. We don't have to worry anymore about Knicks games yeah, but passing it was, us by. It was, you know, a bit sexist and I think also mm-hmm. kind of, you know, mean to women a bit. So at the very beginning of the film, when... Uh, Matthew McConaughey is at the bar with his coworkers who are selecting the women, the woman that he will fall in love with. Yeah. At first, they you're like, oh, what about that woman? And they're sort of indicating a plus size woman. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh no, ladies, be nice. And they pick another like, woman who sort of seemed like she's like a a cougar. And it's like, oh no, no, no. But it just you what's know, what's wrong with cougars? What's wrong with plus sized people? Nothing is wrong nothing. with them. But you know, to what our society believes in as I know like, Matthew a good, McConaughey is a jerk. A good partner and mm-hmm. you know he has some douchey guy friends co-workers True. and 
Um, even uh, the the female advertising execs who he's sort of like up against. The Judies. The Judies. They call them lips and hips. It's all very... Which, you know, you always want to call a woman by her most distinguished body, body part rather than by her name. Yeah. Because that shows respect. Mm. Though really, they should have just called <laughs> one of them long neck because she had a long neck. She had a very long neck. Randy was Randy obsessed with a long a neck. A lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I think you said it would be drastically different if they filmed it today. Just sort of the whole setup and... Yeah. Um, it could be set at BuzzFeed. Yeah. I just... It would have been a lot. I don't think that's how anything works anymore. No. No. I mean, I'm trying to think about... Is there recent movies where people have done sort of like a dating via a bet scenario? Or has that sort of gone the wayside because people realize that that's not the greatest? Would you call... To all the boys I've loved before, a bet scenario? No, I don't think it's a bet scenario. That one is fake dating. Right. For mm. her benefit of, you know, right. distracting Josh and his benefit of bet. making Jen jealous. Bet. I don't know. I'd have to do some Googling. Yeah. I feel like that's if sort of you know, the wayside. Email us at youromcompletememe at gmail.com. <laughs> Still not really many emails, folks. Nope. I'm just... We've gotten some from fine. my mom, right. from one of our coworkers. Michael emailed us. Michael emailed us. Thanks, Mike. But like, eh, eh, Yeah. Did you... We could be doing better, folks. <laughs> we could. Did you fall in love while watching this movie? In love? Um, love? Love? Well, I should know because I know when a woman is in love. That's... A, it's a joke about a thing we're going to talk about later on. There's a male character in this movie, Matthew McConaughey's oh, boss. Right. <laughs> I forgot who, about him. Who tells, the part of the bet is this woman who he's dating will have to come to like the diamond party at the end of the campaign because he will be able to tell if she's in love or not. And because Mia was like, how? How? <laughs> how can you tell? know? You can't know. You can't know. There's no way of knowing. It's very hard to uh, operationally define love. I learned it. Psychology classes yeah, in college. I buy that. You that can't makes be like, sense. oh, person will be in love. No, that's a feeling and you can't, there's no, there's nothing you can do. You can't yeah. tell. Anyway, uh, I loved the the woman who was in charge of all the diamonds. Oh, Mrs. Delorier. <laughs> she was crazy. She was crazy. She had bright red hair yeah. and she was. She was a sassy broad. She was sassy. Um, Bailey loved Kroll the dog. Yeah. <laughs> the little hairless Bailey dog. Bailey was also there watching Bailey was there watching This was a real too. a real movie night party time. Yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was a good Saturday night. If you want to watch a movie with us, email us. You want to rom-com with Lee. That you will. Yeah, we had margaritas that night, and then we watched rom-coms. That's true. Great. Did uh, you love anything about this movie? I loved the use of the song Hot in Here by Nelly. It's hot in here right now. It is hot in the podcasting recording in the room. the studio. In the studio. <laughs> yep. And Our like editor's said giving before, us a, a look over there, yeah. you know. Steve Martin's still here. <laughs> he just won't leave. He comes to every recording. I don't know why. If we're not watching any more of your movies, Steve, I'm sorry. Well, are we? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Time right. will tell. Um, and like we said before, Milk's favorite podcast loved our long-necked lady friends. Yeah. Yeah. I think Michelle enjoyed the farting uncle that mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey had. Yep. Um, you know, I guess we should also talk, like, on the flip side. So Kate Hudson's trying to do all these terrible things to make him break up with her while 
Uh, why are you laughing I'm already? Sorry. I read the commentary that I had about Staten Island. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm well, trying to lead up to that. Oh, sorry. So, no, it's okay. And so then, on the other hand, Matthew McConaughey is doing things that he thinks that will make a woman, you know, mm-hmm. want to stay with him. Like, he cooks her a delicious dinner. Mm-hmm. He goes along with all her ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, he, like, takes care of her, you know, has candlelit and music and everything. Takes her home everything. to the family. To yes. Staten Island. To Staten Island. And so... New York, New York, but Staten Island. Mia, how do you feel about it? I thought I didn't like it, but I mean, it it looks beautiful. It was nice, and that view, the boardwalk. They were driving a little motorcycle down there. Yeah. And I forgot that Marvin Hamlish was in this movie until I looked at these notes. Yeah. I fell in love with Marvin you Hamlish. You freaked out. You were like, that's, Mar- that's really Marvin Hamlish. And I was like, okay, bud. I'm All right. Why. Are you rethinking your life? No. Randy pointed out there's a job available at Composure Magazine if you're interested. Kate Hudson left her job. Oh, that's true. Uh, no, I don't want to go um, work for a magazine. After watching the bold type, it just doesn't seem like a promising industry right now. And it also... It Shout out to our bold type viewers. It also doesn't audience. seem like... Okay. <laughs> I think it's just you who watches the show. It's not. Michael and Laura watch the bold type with me. We're bold every week. Be bold, Samantha. I will watch it. <laughs> Don't dare me to do it. I will do it. Anyone who dares me, I have to say yes. Email uh, I'm just going to say, Composure Magazine is no Teen Vogue. That's true. Um, they're not woke enough. They're not woke enough. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. no, it didn't really make me rethink my life. And I think you made a good point about how what you define this question as. Like, why would you rethink your life? I have to get the heebie-jeebies. The heebie-jeebs, for sure. The heebie-jeebs, right. The heebie-jeebs. Yes. (laughs) You have to feel some sort of emotion that makes you rethink your relationship or how you feel about love ah, or you want that for yourself. Right. Um, And I didn't feel that in this movie. No, I did not. I don't think anyone was rethinking our life. I think, if anything, we were rethinking how much we thought we loved this movie. Yeah. I think all the ladies in the room, myself, you, Bailey, Michelle, were all like, yeah. before the movie, like, this is so great. This is going to be such a fun, fresh romp. Yeah. And then Randy was like, well, how do you feel now? And we were like, bad. <laughs> Not good. Not good. Now we're at favorite quotes. Now we're at favorite quotes. Yay. Yay. So, uh, two Kate Hudson quotes that I liked in this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what her character's name was in this movie. Andy. Andy. Oh, good. Oh, right. And he had an A name too, right? Didn't he? Mm. Don't remember anymore. Curl the Warrior King. Curl the Warrior I'll King. Google. It while you Google talk it. About quotes. Okay. So one of the quotes I liked was um, the name is Andy Anderson. Andy Anderson. You're right. Um, maybe but, that's what I was thinking. The double A's. I thought he had a double guy in first last name. Anyway, um, there's a scene where they kind of like start to make out in bed and they kind of slow mm-hmm. down and stop and and she goes like like I want you to respect me uh, and I want your respect and he's like and I respect that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. All yeah. right. His name is Benjamin Barry. I knew it was ben a double BB or something. One um, of the things I quote from this movie a yeah. lot is, our love for you let it die, about, like, everything whenever I'm upset. So I like saying our love for you let it die. Did – I don't know if the people know this, and now I'm realizing we know what our Instagram photo for this episode yes. is. Me and <laughs> I have a love fern. It's a love succulent. succulent. Because we would probably kill a love fern. Oh, we would – I would let it die. Yeah, we have a love fern. So we'll, we'll stick Penelope up on the Instagram. Yeah, you can meet her. Yeah. Sometimes we sing to her. We Mia do. talks to her. I sing. True. Baby got back. Baby got back to her. <laughs> I love that I got passed on to you. Yeah. Um, one of the crazy things that Kate Hudson does in this movie is create this, like, 
terribly photoshopped album <laughs> for Matthew McConaughey of like yeah. this is us at our wedding and this is our children and she's like she like brings this big scrapbooked album over um and she goes and here are our children and Matthew McConaughey who like clearly Wait. knows he's on thin ice no, ice goes don't have children he like says it's so like like trepid <laughs> with such trepidation like yes. we don't have children and then she freaks out and he's like okay 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 yeah um yeah. also during their poker game she brings in snacks and takes where their pizza and she says yucky yucky pizza yummy yummy cucumber sandwiches and she like puts it in his mouth <laughs> so and cute. then at one point she like uh, brings a tissue over to his nose and, and makes him blow and his she's nose. like blow blow nobody likes a mr sniffles oh god it's so bad yeah, yeah. It's just too much how about that rom compience though started spreading the news it's in the most beautiful place in the world okay. new york city Twinkle and Lights, Magical um, Sounds, Marvin Hamlish is there. Um, yeah. Apart from there is a karaoke song they do that's not meant to be karaoke, but in, no, I hate in the middle of the diamond scene. party, they get up and they're like, Ben Barry's going to sing a song for everyone. And he and Kate do a duet. Um, you're so vain. You're so vain. It, it's after the point where each of them finds out the other person was lying to them. Right. They have one shining moment where the other person thinks that their partner is in love with them yeah. and they're excited and then and it all comes all the hopes down. and dreams come tumbling down and they have this big embarrassing breakup it's one of those scenes in a movie where i have to pause because yeah. i'm so physically uncomfortable it made us with anxious it. and marvin hamlish says you know that's not one of my songs <laughs> i know it was great um but yeah you're so vain their apartment or his apartment because you don't really see hers no. his apartment is good it feels like a dude bro's apartment it's like a it's up the stairs elevated studio <laughs> yeah. it's like not that great um there's um, chase scene you go meet a parent you, you know, know there's lobster they have they have loves good, in the air they have good you know dates you know they go to celine dion concert mm-hmm. they go to madison square garden <laughs> a lot like the they go concert. out for dinner you know he makes her dinner you know all sorts of rami rami kami things yeah so it was fine Yep. It was fine. Yeah. Um, there's another question in here that's not one of the regular questions. It's, it's I know. Surprising. I added it in. Sorry. I wasn't trying to add it in. It was during the course of our, our talks. Afterthoughts. Right. Which I don't know if we mentioned before, but after we watch a movie, we record our immediate thoughts, and then we listen back to it, and then come up with this episode yeah. that we give you now. And uh, one of the things I asked in the moment then was, would you rethink your relationship if the things that Kate Hudson and or Matthew McConaughey did in the movie happened in um, real life to you? And I said, I rethink everything that everyone does all the time, constantly. Yeah. So... I guess I can't answer this question. No, you can't. I was just copying what you said. You just said you always like you know overthink. No, what yeah, I overthink everything. So and... like I'm not a good answerer for this question. Yeah. Would you? When? What point would you double back on this relationship? I mean, I guess it depends on which side of it. I mean, if I was doing all the freaky deaky things because you know I was panicked or mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. trying to write an article about our doomed relationship, I would think it was pretty weird that he stayed in. I was like, this yeah. guy's a weirdo. Well, she makes a lot of faces that are like, I can't believe this guy isn't dumb. Yeah, like, I cannot believe this is She's happening. kind of, like, freaked. I think she should be more freaked out by him. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that happens in the film is, like, you know, all the weird stuff he does and she does. Um, and it's kind of like, why would you want to be with this person? They do have, like, a sexy moment together when they go visit his parents' house. Yeah. They have kind of a nice afternoon. But I'm like, I don't think that makes up for all of the previous 
bad decisions that, you know, yeah. he thinks she's making and she thinks he's making. And I mean, they liked each other at the beginning on that first date. So why not give it a shot? But I don't know how long that shot's going to go for. Yeah. You know? That leads into a question we'll be asking momentarily, Ooh. I think. Is it, would you watch this movie again? No, it's part of our trope. Sorry. Oh, I guess it's okay. a little too soon. Would you watch this movie again? <sighs> Randy said he'd watch it in another 10 years after he's forgotten all about Michelle it. I think Michelle said that. Oh, uh, you wrote MFP. I'm Sorry. They over both the place. Flew them. I was just I sort of... I didn't listen to the afterthoughts again it's before okay. this. I'm it's wildly okay. unprepared, you guys. Wildly. I mean, I would maybe watch it if I was in a hotel room and there was nothing else to watch on TV. Like, yeah. if, between this and Fox News, I would definitely pick this. Oh, yeah. I would never um, watch Fox News. Well, no. I would have to. There's no reason. Um, I mean, yeah, I think we all kind of thought we would want to watch it again, but I'm I'm okay. Yeah. I think I'm I can good. pass. Once, once around is, is enough. We did laugh a lot in the course of watching it. Like, things did make us laugh. It was silly. It was very silly. But I don't know if it's the type of everlasting... Gobstopper? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if I watched it again now, like, even a few weeks later, would I still laugh at those moments? Or was it just because it was sort of a nostalgia or watching mm-hmm. it again for the first time mm-hmm. in a long time factor? Do you want to watch it tonight? No. Okay. Definitely not. Well, that answers that tonight? question. No, I don't. Absolutely not. Do you want to throw it to some tropes? Yeah, let's talk some tropes. Let's talk some tropes. Do you want me to say it? I mean, I thought you hate it. It's a thing now. Oh, no. I've... Oh, now she doesn't want no, to do I it. I want to do it. We're doing talking tropes. Do-do-do. We really should have a little music segue after that. Okay, great. 2020 will... You know, up the, the production fun music yeah. production values. Great. So number one, there's a grand gesture. There is. What? He chases her down a very questionable he bridge. Does. Which bridge? Who's to say? No one knows. If you've watched this movie recently and you can identify that bridge, I'm not quite sure which bridge it is. I think it might be the GWB. But if it is, then what the hell airport is she going to at the end of this movie? Is she going to Jersey? Why? Why would you ever go there? It was a last minute flight. Maybe. Mm, that's true. I mean, you could fly out of Newark, I guess, but when you have LaGuardia or JFK right there, you could take the air train to JFK. Know. Why would you take the George Washington Bridge anywhere? I'm not, she didn't make good life choices in this film. Mm-hmm. So anyway, in case you haven't watched the film. It definitely wasn't the Throgs. Oh, well, I guess that wouldn't... Uh, hmm. Keep talking. If you want more bridge images. discourse, you could email me <laughs> at youromcompleteme at gmail.com. Please do. I was just going to say, so, you know, the 10 days ends. There's yeah. this big blow up at the diamond thing. She writes her article and, you know, talks about how, you know, things, you know, she she fell in love with this guy and yeah. things are not always what they seem. And then she leaves her job because she really wants to go write for politics. And uh-huh. his coworkers force him to read the article. And then he's like, oh, my God, I can't lose this girl. And so he goes on this like, motor- motorcycle chase scene to find out where she is and yeah. chases her down the George Washington Bridge and makes the taxi pull over, which is a very dangerous move. Never and if pull you're over listening, never do this. Uh and uh, he's like, you're just running away. He's like, you know what you want. It's right here. And it's me, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and they kiss. And, they sh- and, that, and, and he has the love for black. her. Yeah. Or there's like a drone shot. It wasn't yeah. a drone then, probably. It was probably like a helicopter shot yeah. of like New York City. Who's to say? Yeah. Anyway. So, you know, well, yeah, it's a grand gesture, I guess. But meh. Uh, meh. It's meh. a grand gesture. I was very frightened keep for him. shortening words. Okay, just keep <laughs> until until it's just like one sound. Yeah, G. There is a grave misunderstanding for comedy. 
I mean, we argued about whether this film is a grave misunderstanding for comedy or just hidden agenda and, like, how mm. those tie in together. I think it's more hidden agenda. I think it's more hidden agenda this but time. But there's a touch of misunderstanding for comedy. Yeah. I suppose. Because they are misleading each other, yes. that's where I lean towards hidden agenda right. instead of grave misunderstanding. I feel like a misunderstanding has to be more, like, a byproduct of something else. And you're like, oh, uh, And it's not purposeful. Yeah an accident yeah it's more like while you were sleeping or then. splash yeah. where he's like accidentally thinks that like he she's thinks she's foreign, foreign yeah but he has no basis of that and then like crazy things happen yeah i guess if anything the grave misunderstanding might like occur, very briefly occur when they're at that diamond party and you know right. And right, they, right, right they think that the other person has you know is just doing this for their thing but of yeah. course at that point they've actually fallen in love with each other or grave misunderstanding that we thought that this was going to be a good movie it's also a very fair point. Mm. <laughs> uh, mistaken identity. Yeah. We got a little bit. Catherine Hahn, who... Love Catherine Hahn. ...is one of the quirky BFFs in this film. True. Pretends to be a B- pretends to be a therapist, a couple's therapist that they go to, which yeah. is one of the things that Matthew McConaughey suggests they do to try to keep the relationship together. Yeah. Which, you know, for a eight-day relationship, seems like a lot. But yeah, seems like... To each a, their own. A bunch of lots. Um, calm Down Workaholic. They're both... Doing this for their jobs. So, like, calm down. You don't need to do this. You could have a job. Look at your life. Look at your choices. Yeah, some other way. Um, we got a reform bad boy. Yeah, I mean. He's like he, kind of a Casanova at the beginning. Yeah, one of his friends says when they decide to do this 10-day bad is, oh, 10 days. That's nine days longer than you've dated any woman. So he's not into love. And then at the end, he is yeah. for her. Maybe. We've got loads of quirky BFFs in yes. this film. He's got two. She's got two. Then there's the Judys flying around. There's, yeah. like, old people who are into it. The one thing I'm kind of surprised about is that they didn't somehow, like, create a relationship between, like, one of her BFFs and one of his BFFs. That's true. Because you do see that a lot in romantic it comedies. Does happen. Um, I feel like usually Judy Greer or Zoe Deschanel, like, <sighs> used to be Greer. in that character. Yep. Um, I don't know if we've had any of that yet. Like no. a I mean, I guess we have to some extent, like in Swing Time. Yeah. And kind of in uh, Pillow, Pillow Talk. Talk. So maybe it's really more in older films. There's a couple in modern We're going to find another one. We're going to find one. Just you wait. Just you Keep wait. Listening. We have a hidden agenda, like we've mentioned. Yep, because it's very purposeful. They're very both purposeful. trying to do things for their own means, and then they're both upset with the other person yep. for it. Though, really, it kind of, be, kind of would have been great if. They were kind of like, oh, you were doing this for your job? Oh, you were doing this for your job? And they're like, oh, I respect that. Yeah. Like, that would have been kind of fun. Would have been fun. Give it all up for love. Yeah. She's going to a job interview, and then she doesn't because of the bridge, the aforementioned bridge grand gesture. And then I realized, so her job is in D.C.? Why is she even flying to D.C.? She should be taking the Bitch, train. take the train. Take the Acela Express from know. Penn Station or wherever it leaves from straight down to, you know, Union Station in D.C. I was just there. You could drive if you really wanted to. Rent a car. Be bold. Yeah. I'm really into traveling out of New York, apparently. I have a lot of strong opinions. You do. You do. If you want to talk to me more <laughs> about her strong opinions regarding transportation, uh, email us at youromcompletely at gmail.com. Follow that cold, cold heart. Kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that counts. Fake it till you make it. The whole movie is fake it till you make it. Yeah. You love him, you don't even know him. 
Yep. Yep. Um, and we felt like there was a hint of a tragic backstory, particularly mm. for Kate Hudson. You know, mm. she gets really emotional after spending the day with his family mm. and how when his mom hugged her, it was like a hug a mom would give. She's like a secret orphan. Yeah, that's what we decided. We were creating a backstory <laughs> for her that was very elaborate and can't be shared on the pod. That's true. But, uh, but yeah, so I feel like there might be some mom issues there. And so like for the where, where are they now? Yeah. Where are they now? Where are they now? I don't know if they made it. I think Maybe they did. I think that Randy thought that they might break up, like, within two weeks it would be over. I thought they maybe would continue having sort of their sexual relationship because they were clearly compatible mm-hmm. in that respect just kind of until they get sick of each other. Yeah. But I wouldn't think it would be very long term. Yeah. And we think, obviously, that Matthew McConaughey keep would the keep the dog. Because yeah. he really <laughs> bonded with the dog by the end of the film. He did. He loves Coral the Warrior King. Yeah. Even though he pees on his pool table, yeah. he's fine with it. Yeah. So, uh, that's that's all the things. What do you think? Would they still be together? Um, I think they should definitely at least give it a shot. Yeah. I would don't know. Kind of give a fresh restart. Yeah. That makes sense. But I don't really know enough about their compatibility. Well, they both love their jobs. They're both funny and smart and charming and good looking. So I feel like they have a, a, a decent shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know how good looking people make these things love happen. Love each other or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, I should mention the scene when um, they confront on the bridge. Um, yeah. Earlier in the film, I just, it's My a favorite scene about the bridge. Continue. Um, earlier in the film, when Kate Hudson visited his family on Staten Island, mm-hmm. they play the card game bullshit. Ah, uh, yes. And he's the reigning champion, and she ousts him because his family helps her. Mm-hmm. And so when she's like, I'm going to get a political job, he calls bullshit. Bullshit. So it was just very... Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey him. and dramatic. Um, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was just going through my notes from the film. I clearly wrote so many notes. Uh, but one thing about the look of the film, mm-hmm. you know, very 2003. But at yes. one point, Kate Hudson's outfit, she has like her jeans unbuttoned and like halfway unzipped and they're sort of just and like folded, folded over. over. Does <laughs> anyone remember this trend? Did no. you ever do this trend? No. If you did, email us at <laughs> uromcompletely at gmail.com. Yeah. Her yellow dress, speaking of Ugh, outfits, is one of the dress. most like iconic, iconic. mid 2000s yes. movie outfits. I feel it's like. up there with the green dress and the I was just about to say yeah. the green dress from both Atonement. Like silky and fun Slinky. and fresh. So yeah. that yellow dress, you girl's never going to wear a yellow dress like that. I would love to wear a yellow dress like that. I never sure. will. But um, I also want to point out, we didn't mention one quote in this film because we hated it, even mm-hmm. though it was mentioned the entirety of the film, I'm which scared. is Matthew McConaughey is trying to come up with a good line for the diamond commercial. Oh, God. And he <laughs> gets the idea, saying this. frost yourself. Frost yourself. Because Kate Hudson's like, you know, just a little frosting. Yeah. And, you know, Ugh, the stupidest line of all time. Yeah. Frost yourselves. Um, and then his boss screams out the windows, ladies of New York, frost yourselves. And you can hear a woman from the street going, frost you. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> well. That was really funny. <laughs> I'm a fan. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, they also played the song Kiss Me by Sixpence on the Rencher, which I have to just good give a shout out to. I gotta say. It was really good rom Um Yeah. Um, remember when you said that Leap Year was better than this movie? <laughs> okay, 
Okay. I didn't. Speaking leap, of things. Okay. Leap Year is not better than this movie. I just uh, believe no, Leap Year more than this movie. You're like, Leap Year is better than this movie. And no, I, like, I think. What? I think I would buy someone falling in love over the course of like a like a week or days, in a confined car trip in mm. a foreign country with a man with a delicious accent, <laughs> uh, compared to sign of like this like weird. You know, at least they, like, cared for each other and, like, kind of eventually did nice things for each other in Leap Year. And this one, it was always, like, the other person always thought the other person was crazy, but they had to stay with it for their job. Mm. I just, I feel like Leap Year could be more long-term, their relationship, than in, uh... I would remind you that Leap Year got a 23% in Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, just because <laughs> this movie got 40-something percent 42%. does not mean that it's, twice it's better. No, it's not. not. It's not. I don't know how to do math, you guys. We've learned this it's many, many it's times. It's almost twice. Not That would be just, 46. I just, I can't. I know, bud. I can't. And also the fact that this whole premise hinges on Kate Husson being forced to write a piece, an art, like a, a journalistic piece based on, like, her best friend's, like, failed relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like... I don't know. Questionable. I wonder if I can pitch this to the writers of the bold type that they should do this. And see how it goes. I just feel like Tiny Jane would live this. Every Basically every episode of the bold type okay. is they work in a magazine and Jane, who's like vaguely the main character. There's three main characters, but she's like the mainest of the mains. She has to write an article and she can never, she never knows what she's going to do. And then something comes up in her life and then she just gets to write an article about that. And then the whole episode is like So tied it's like up. a modern Sex in the City kind of? Kind of. I didn't really watch that Me either. That I don't really stuff. know what Sex in the City is I just know about. that like she does There's a lot a of voiceovers blog. writing There's no things. voiceovers on the bold type. Oh, that's probably oh, good. That would improve the show so much. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I would love an episode where there's voiceover. I have to talk to Laura and Michael about this. I'm excited. Okay. There's so much. I'm excited I'm for I'm going to write some bold type fan fiction. <laughs> oh my God. You can use my fanfiction.net account. Thank it's you. still active. All right. Do you have any final thoughts on about this movie? I mean, I guess it just goes to show that sometimes... Time is cruel. (laughs) Sometimes the grass is greener in the past. Love is a lie. When it's in sepia tones, you think more fondly of it. Despair. And then it shows up in your life and you're a little disappointed. I'm not saying some movies should be left in the past. You should rewatch things. You know, it just wasn't figure out your love. And I guess when what movie this movie came out in what two thousand and three? Yes. So like thirteen year old Mia is gonna feel very differently of about course. this movie than twenty nine year old Mia does. Well, it makes me. I'm wanna, not an idiot anymore. It makes me want to rewatch <laughs> some other movies I watched at the time and I loved, mm. like Kate and Leopold. Okay. Which I feel like is a really good movie, but maybe I won't feel that way if I watch it again. Yeah. Have you watched that one before? No, I don't think Meg I Ryan, Hugh Jackman, oh. he comes from the past. Oh. She's an advertising exec and, like, gets him in this, like, I can't believe I'm not butter commercial. It's Is it a very, rom-com? It's like a rom-dramedy. We Maybe we should it add it. We should add it. Meg we Ryan. don't have any Hugh Jackman films on here. I'm saying Wolverine. Get him on board. Let's do it. It's well, Hugh Jackman, right? Yeah, Hugh okay, Jackman. Yeah. yeah. Huh. All right. Well, that's some food for thought. I mean, I would say we're watching that next week, but we're not. Mia, what are we watching next week? That is an excellent question. Oh, I know, if you don't know. What are we watching (laughs) next week? Well, we have some uh, 
we have oh, we have an exciting an exciting week planned. We've got a a hue for one. That means it's two Hugh Grant movies coming at you, baby. Boom, 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 boom. boom, boom, boom. boom. Tuesday, Thursday, have four weddings and a funeral. Notting Hill, a combo. Boom, boom. Featuring Hugh Grant falling in love with American women each time. That's true. So uh, if you haven't watched them, I recommend you watch them now. Four Weddings and a Funeral is on uh, something Amazon Prime, I think we watched it. I think it. so. Um, I did Hill promise. on Netflix? Yes. I did promise several episodes ago to create that list. No one's asked me for it, so I haven't felt the need to. Yeah. But I'll do it now, maybe. Right now. Right now. Right this second. We're so we go. got to go. Okay. Uh, think, Before we go. Oh, right. Instagram. Twitter. Gmail. At RomComplete Gmail, you rom complete me mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, hit us up in real life. Yeah, and we want to hear from you. Mia, <laughs> yeah. did this film rom complete you? Mm. No. No. Sorry. Kate I just Hudson didn't and get Matthew McConaughey. Jeebs. It's not a terrible film, but it's not. It's just too much. It is a rom com, but it's not our rom com. Hmm. Very wise. Different strokes for different folks. Very wise. Anyway, thank you for listening. We yep. hope we'll see you next week for our Hufers. Hufer one. And Woo-hoo. have a great weekend. And happy 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.